0: You are listening to the Mashed Avocado Podcast.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Mashed Avocado Podcast. And today we have with us all the way from the other side of the planet called Earth is Eric Chow. Eric, did I pronounce your name right? You did, sir. Thank you very much, Eric. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing
0: fantastic. Thank you for having me.
1: And uh, we were just discussing earlier before the recording started, it's Friday evening, 5.30 p.m. in the U.S. and here it's 12.30 Saturday. So two different... Uh, I'm literally in the future
0: and I'm telling you everything's all right. (laughs) Everything looks (laughs) good. Everything's good. good. No emergency. Okay, good. I can can go to sleep peacefully tonight, my friend. So for our listeners, uh, what we're going to
1: do today, like always, we'll get to know about Eric... um, how he got started, about him, his skill set, what he enjoys, what he's doing right now. And Eric has some great and interesting insights to share regarding PR and branding in 2022. So, without wasting any more time, Eric, how did it all start? Tell us about
0: yourself. Where did you grow up? Give us the backstory. Let's go back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm born and raised here in uh, San Francisco, Bay Area, sort of heart of Silicon Valley sort of thing. And born and raised here. My my parents are actually from um, Myanmar, Burma. So right next to India. Yeah, they they're both uh, grew up there, born and raised there. But I, I grew up here. Uh, academically, very, very strong. I've always been really good at the kind of learning that takes place in school. I don't actually think that I'm smart or a genius. I think that for whatever reason, the way that I learn happened to be very effective in the school environment, at least in the U S school environments. So, academically grew up really strong and uh, pretty much excelled in every subject i was a sort of balance between extrovert and introvert Uh, i was not the life of the party the person that you know was sort of bringing in all the attention but if you put me in it i will gladly you know have fun and, and and just i think liven up the mood i was a fun loving kid for sure did martial arts for a while. That's another little fun fact. But, uh, yeah, lots of little things. One one thing that I, I find interesting looking back, because I never there was never a moment where I actually said, I want to be in PR and branding. That was never a decision. In fact, I didn't even think of of business, to be honest with you. But- what subject uh, were you interested in, especially during high school, the 15, 16, that you wanted to become? What was it? I actually didn't have one right and and it was mainly because my struggle was yes I'm academically good at a lot but I it wasn't any one thing that I felt like I really wanted to do like I was good at it but I didn't it didn't like I was good at sciences but it didn't interest me Um, there were little things that I wouldn't like or I was very good at math but I didn't see how I would be able to use math in a way that seemed interesting to me. So I looked at all these different subjects that I was just really good at, but I just I didn't see a career out of it. I saw learning, I saw curiosity, I saw improvement, but I didn't see career. So it was actually, I was very so undecided.
1: I, I, I totally relate to that because growing up, learning A plus B, the whole square is equal to A square plus 2AB plus B square. For a long time, I would think and wonder, okay, that's a two-mark answer, yeah. What am I going to do with that in my life? You're better off teaching me how to do my taxes. At yes. least I'll know how to survive when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know? But uh, yes, I, it's a very interesting insight. I think um, I, I relate to a lot what you say. And yeah. I completely agree with you on that. And so you went through schooling and um, what did you do at uni?
0: Yeah, so I, I started uni undecided. Right. I went in completely zero clue. And a lot of people, I think when they say they're undecided, starting uni, they like, oh, I'm thinking about this and this. I had zero clue, my friend. Zero. Nothing. I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer. Because I, I, there's too much. Um, and I did so wanna... one
1: of those migrant things. And I get that as well because you uh-huh. first have to be a doctor. If you're exactly. not a doctor, then you
0: become an engineer. If not,
1: mm-hmm. you become an accountant and yep. then you become a lawyer. If not, yep. then you're a failure. Exactly. That,
0: that, that's the order. And uh, I, I totally. <laughs> yep. So I, I crossed off lawyer and I crossed off doctor. I was uh-huh. unsure about engineering. I was unsure. Um, I wasn't excited about it, but it was something that I hadn't completely crossed off. So, yeah, I was undecided for a while, took a couple of classes uh, in business world and in CS world. And I found that I somewhat liked the subject, but not enough to go completely in on either one. So I said, hey, what if I just like find a major that combines both of them? So I found a major called Management Information Systems (MIS), and uh, it it's basically the business person who understands how to use technology. And so that's what my major was. And uh, interestingly enough, my PR and branding work has zero to do with that. But uh, it was it was something that I managed to figure out, which I, I was very happy when I did. Uh,
1: MIS is something that I did 15 years ago as one of my specializations. uh, Ah, very nice. On uh, database management, Uh, again uh, being the liaison between uh, technology and business—you know, the two teams that hate each other—exactly. The the collateral damage in between. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, exactly (laughs) how I see it. Totally get it. Okay, so you 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 got that into uni, and then you landed in the world of business and PR. How did that switch happen? What was it? That moment.
0: Um, it's a very interesting story because it, it, I never did a resume. I never said I want to be in PR. Like I mentioned, um, I also host the podcast. I've been hosting the Eric Chow and powers podcast for.
1: Yes, absolutely. And actually I have that on my list.
0: I was going to come to
1: that, yes. but yeah, please go yes. ahead. Sorry. yeah,
0: but it's, it's actually part of the story. So, so it actually works mm-hmm. really well. Um, two and a half years I've been hosting that show. I started in August of 2019. So the day. After I launch my show, I see a tweet from somebody I'm following. This Uh is a random story and you'll see where it connects at the end. Um, I see a tweet from somebody I'm following. I have no idea who this man is. I just saw his, you know, some tweets from him and I decided to follow him probably a few months before. So anyway, I launched my show day after I see a tweet that says, uh, I want to go on a podcast tour. If you have a podcast, DM me. I said, hmm. well, listen, I mean, I just launched. So I DM'd him and I said, Hey man, I'm a, I just love what you're doing. I love your tweets. I just launched my show yesterday and uh, I would love to have you on when I'm more established. I figured, you know, I mean, I literally just released episode one. I don't know if he'd be okay with coming on as like early episodes. So I figured, you know, let me get more established and then you can come on my show. He goes, no need to be more established. We're good. Let's do it. Agree. Completely agree with that. Yes, I agree too, one hundred percent. And I still do it with. I see early shows sometimes. I don't know how old your show is, but sometimes I see shows that are fairly early, and I love getting on because that was so important for me when I was getting started. I I started my show, you know. I
1: and and I'm going to interrupt you there. Completely agree with you on that because um, my take on podcasts. I've been working on a lot of podcasts for others as well, and one thing I always share is don't go looking for established shows. Podcasting mm. is about sharing ideas. It's yes. about meeting people with different ideas, sharing your thoughts and having a good discussion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Established is, is, you know, it's, it's perception. What you think established is diff- very much yeah. different to what I find interesting.
0: Yeah. Very
1: different things.
0: So yes, sorry, go ahead. No, very well said. And I, I agree with you 100%. And I wish that I knew that back then, but in any case, I was respectful this gentleman and he goes, yeah, I'm totally okay to come on. And he had, he, I knew he also had a podcast. He had been podcasting for maybe a few months. It wasn't anything crazy, but a few months. Um, so anyway, we hop on the phone maybe a week or two later. And then a few days after that, he is episode five of my show. The episode's still out there. I haven't listened to it. I don't know if it was good or episode or not, but we did the episode and we keep a friendship for about a year and a half. We don't talk every week. We don't even talk. I'm not sure we talked every month. But we just kept in touch, you know, little things here and there. We worked on a few things together at at different points in time, little small things. One and a half years, he sends me a text. He goes, hey, Eric, I want to expand my team over at my PR company. And I want you to be a part of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I go... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, it sounds good, but like, what's my position and what am I going to be doing? We nail out a couple of details. He says, okay, let's do it. And uh, a couple months after that, he promotes me. And today that's how I got into my position. So amazing. the founder and CEO of this public relations company was literally through one tweet two and a half It's, years it's, it's
1: amazing what technology uh, can do today. I, I was having a conversation with a friend a few months ago and I did mention that thanks to social media, cloud and easy access, Education itself, it's its, it's democratized. Earlier, mm-hmm. you had to go into a uni. You have to go in to learn how to code in Python or build uh, you know systems yeah. for machine language. Now, I don't need it. Just go do a simple online search. I will find a number of courses, free courses on YouTube, who do a way better job than many university professors do. And they yeah. teach you how things work. So that's something its, it's fascinating what technology does, bringing people together and 100%. making things work.
0: And I never would have met this guy. I mean, the guy... Born in and raised in Jacksonville, Florida, on the other side of the country, somehow managed to find himself taking a one-way flight out to California, which is where I am. But also, California is a very big state, and he's probably like four hours south of me. And uh, I'm not even sure I was driving back then. Actually, I did have my license, but I didn't have a car. I wasn't driving nowhere. <laughs> there was zero chance I would have ended up in the middle of nowhere place that he was at. So there was no way we would have ever met. Uh, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. East Please. Coast, West Coast.
1: Yes. In terms of language, accent, words, is are there a lot of
0: differences in the U.S.? Um, there are some accent differences, for sure. There's, probably, there's some slang differences. There are some words that they'll use that I just wouldn't use in my normal day-to-day language. Uh, there are certain... Uh, beliefs in terms of you know particularly politically and religiously Ah. and and things like that. Um, I'm not really sure why. I think maybe it's just like the overall history of where you're growing up. For example, California is a very uh, left-leaning state for the most part. So if you grow up in California, you're probably going to be very left-leaning. If you grow up in certain parts on the East Coast, you might be left-leaning, you might be right-leaning depending on where you are. So... Yeah, there's some differences, but me personally, and I have traveled to the East Coast, uh, I haven't noticed too much until you get into some of those particular specifics.
1: And I've heard and read business cases. Now, I don't have a personal experience about even the business culture, like how things work mm. in the West Coast and the decisions and the risks they take in the East Coast, it's very different. So there's some business that uh, investors from the East Coast are more comfortable getting in. But if it's too techy and nana, this is not for me. You need to go to the other side of the country. That's where uh, people that do sense. that. Yes. Uh, so that's something that I've heard and read about. No personal that, experience. That uh, so would yeah, be understandable.
0: Just- I mean, this is Silicon Valley, right? That's This is the tech hub. So that does make sense to me
1: uh east coast is more finance insurance let's go yeah. do it uh yeah. west coast is okay let's build a skynet yep yes. i'm in let's get in <laughs> so, i
0: hope you don't do that one <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so mate, uh, that, that's, that's a very interesting story and that it's a great um inside back getting on track to your podcast mm-hmm. now i did start listening to your podcast i went Thank halfway you. and then i had to get back to domestic stuff, so I had to pause it. I'll, I will continue uh, finishing the episodes. Uh, thank you. Please thank tell you. us about your podcast. What is it all about? What kind of stories you like to tell? Mm-hmm. And uh, any interesting insights, incidents that
0: uh, happen? Of course, it's one you started off with, episode number five. But yes. is there anything else that you want to share? Please go ahead. Oh, man, that's a fun question. Um, so my, my show is a conversational <laughs> storytelling show, is the way I like to put it, focusing on empowerment. Um. When I started my show, I wanted a place to be able to express myself freely. I had tried various mediums that were okay, you know, video, writing, different ways, um, photos. But for some reason, they were all fine, but I just, I wasn't completely satisfied. So I figured I'd try podcasting. And honestly, it was really for self-expression in the beginning, Quickly, I found out, hey, I can actually talk to people like I can have conversations, record them and post them. And what I found was the understanding that, hey, we're actually recording a podcast, started bringing out topics of conversation with my friends that I wouldn't normally be chatting about with them. And so I started learning things about these people I was talking to that I I. Even if I'd known a kid for years and years and years, I wouldn't have known. And so, getting into those subjects and then starting to interview newer people who I had never met and having such deep conversations about who they are and where they come from, just very similar to what your show is, it led to me starting to focus on okay, how can I take this person's story and the low parts and the high parts and use it as a sense of inspiration for the audience? How can I, or how can I take the lessons out of them? How can I help the audience see, Hey, maybe I can actually do whatever it is, the thing that they're scared of doing or that the next level jump for them. How can maybe listening to this person's story or my story help them take that next step? And so I started having these conversations, doing these interviews with all these different people, and trying to bring out those aspects of their story, so that hopefully the audience can take something of value from it. Um, my favorite stories, and, and I share a lot of different ones, and this isn't cer- this certainly isn't all of the stories I share, but my favorites are the ones where somebody overcomes something. I think that I call it observing the best of humanity. And I think you observe the best of humanity in a few different scenarios. One is when somebody is super passionate about what they're doing. I think you're observing them at their best. But another situation is when you're overcoming a difficult challenge in your life. And I, I love taking those stories where somebody's gone through something and they've struggled and they've overcome it. And I think those particular stories, for me, are the greatest to share because they are the most empowering. You, If you're a listener and you listen to that and you're like, hey, I'm actually going through the same thing. And you see somebody who made it out. Or maybe you don't relate at all, but you have a friend who relates to it. And then you're able to bring that energy and perspective to them or maybe nobody you know ever relates to you but just by hearing that story you can go you know I think of some of those stories and I'm like there's I've got nothing on this story on this challenge I've never been through anything like it and nothing compares and I just think of if that person can take go through that then I can go through whatever I'm going through You know, I I, I, one of the stories I love to mention this uh, gentleman, military veteran, served and did a couple of tours, uh, fought in a couple of wars, and severe PTSD, depression, uh, rough childhood that involved abuse, um, bunch of bunch of stuff. Almost committed suicide a few times. Had a few friends of his and buddies of his commit suicide. Like super rough life. And I just go – and and the guy, you would never know. If you were talking to him, you would never know that he had been through all that. There's a lot on the inside. They don't show
1: it outside oh, unless 100%. there is an outlet or something happens.
0: And the guy is so fun. He's the jokester. He's so – like he's great. And you just would never know. And I just think of him sometimes, and I'm like, man, if this guy can keep smiling and keep walking and keep having fun and keep cracking jokes, come on now, really? What have I got to complain about, you know? It's it's very interesting that you say that um, You know, two years
1: ago when this whole lockdown yes. business started, uh, people had to stay at home. And mm-hmm. yes, it is difficult. I'm not here to take sides. Oh, right. I acknowledge that. Yes, people had difficulty, couldn't travel. There were a lot of restrictions. Yes, But then I was thinking it through a hundred years ago, well, less than a hundred years ago, people went to fight a war, not <laughs> yeah. knowing if they're going to come back home. And all you have to do is sit at home for 20 days and watch Netflix. Life can't be that nope. hard. No, nope. right? But yes, uh, there's a lot people have to go through. We don't know. It's a lot we take for granted. Yes. I think that's something with the developed world. Uh, I find um, that a lot of the things that... Are taken for granted in the developed world. It's a matter of struggle on the for the remain uh, remaining world, the the countries, the developing world of struggling to find the right word there. Uh, And uh, yes, so. Same thing with, um, I think, um, the armed forces and yes. a lot of jobs. I, I think about uh, emergency services, uh, yeah, the paramedics, absolutely. the nurse, the doctors, the absolutely. amount of blood, death, and grief they have to see every day, and then they have to go home and try to be normal. You yeah. know, to do things to your head. I mean, I watched five minutes on X-Files last night about a guy getting shot in the head. I was watching reruns, and that's a traumatic experience, even knowing that it's all fake, yeah. And these people have to go through the real deal. So it is very, very challenging. Eric, that was a yeah. great story. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing um, uh, what you said. And uh, so just for our audience, what is your podcast called? It's called the Eric Chow Empowers Podcast. They can Google it and they
0: can find Uh it.
1: It, It's on, uh, I'm assuming it's on all the popular platforms. They can go and find it. So uh, My request to the audience, go look it up. Please do listen to these episodes. I've started listening to some of the episodes. And please do follow Eric. So Eric, from here, we were talking about podcasts and, and, and I, please correct me if I'm wrong with podcasts there was a phase it started off I think probably seven years ago was it hit a peak but everyone started doing podcasts and then it started dying down uh, very much like Clubhouse if you remember Clubhouse yes. last year all it had was Elon Musk had to go and do a show and then people went nuts Yeah, and then it started dying down and then there's the reemergence of podcast again because now it's actually about quality. Yes. In the world of PR and brand development, especially for individuals, uh, mm-hmm. you, you have to be hands-on when it comes to technology. You have to be out yes. there in the right platform. So uh, when that is a challenge and people have to do that. What's your take about the top tips or uh, things to do when it comes to branding and PR in 2022 and going forward? It would be great if you could share your
0: insights, what you think, or if you have a list of do's and don'ts. That would be awesome. Uh, that's a p- beautiful question. And I really appreciate the fact that you're focusing on the personal branding aspect. First of all, because that is what we do uh, over at Matchman Ventures, what I do personally um, as the chief consultant there. So I will focus on that standpoint. Of course, there's plenty to be done from a company brand standpoint. But the first thing I mention, I always tell, and I I have to do this for literally every client, no matter who I'm talking to, everybody is not doing this very well. And that is being on a lot of platforms. A lot of people that I work with will only be on two platforms. Three platforms, maybe. Honestly, I get surprised if I see them really active on three. They'll have other platforms. They'll say, oh, yeah, but I have this account and that account. It's it's just their last login six months ago. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So they're like active on two or three accounts. I like to use – we like to use this analogy of Mashman Ventures with our clients. We say, if you were in New York City – In the 1700s, and you bought real estate, your family would be damn wealthy right now. Right? The internet is amazing because you can literally create digital real estate bang. Like, bang. I did, like, boom, done. And so, It's actually very easy to just get on a lot of different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, popular ones. They're not even like complicated. And of course, keep an eye out for some up and coming platforms that might be coming and take advantage of that. Absolutely. But you should be establishing a presence on different platforms. What do you put out on it? Whatever you like to talk about. Everybody, I I assume that everybody is interesting. Everybody. They all, we all have a niche, we all have topics we like, and there are other people who are interested in the same things we are. So it's not actually that difficult to uh, get on different platforms and talk about it. I mean, you can kind of say the same thing on each platform. You need to make the content contextual to the platform, certainly, but you're saying essentially the same ideas on different platforms. So that's the first tip. We need to be in different places. Because somebody's going to find you on Facebook, somebody's going to find you on Instagram, somebody's going to find you on LinkedIn. I actually didn't like Twitter. I'll be very honest with you. And oh, that makes two of us. But but if we look at Twitter, that's <laughs> yeah. the only reason I have a my, my job today. I wouldn't have it if it weren't for Twitter. See, Zero. I'm a LinkedIn nut.
1: I'm yep, a LinkedIn nutcase. In go. fact, I think LinkedIn should be paying me just to drive traffic. <laughs> uh, right? I'm just there all day. But sorry, go ahead. You yeah, were saying.
0: And 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 you. But you. Even if we have our favorite platforms, we don't know what those other platforms can bring us. Right. So that's the first tip I always have to give to people. The second one is there's a balance between providing value and being yourself. If you focus too much on being yourself and it's all about me, 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 nobody's going to follow you or they might follow you, but they won't support you. There's an influencer. We There's a particular news article we saw a few years ago in 2019. There was an influencer with two and a half million followers, something around there. She failed to sell a thousand t-shirts. That's so sad. Uh, so, and- you know what? Topics
1: like that that deserve a separate season, not another episode. Uh, yeah. It just deserves a separate season of podcasts. Because oh, I, I know corporates personally, corporates yeah. who think that oh I need a huge follower list. So let me go and buy a bunch of followers, get a bunch of dodgy <laughs> Uh, yep. Consultants and create a million follower account, yep. and absolutely zero engagement for their products, especially in a B two C environment. Yes, right. And the example I gave is, uh, I, I've got some of my other ventures and products, uh, projects I work on. There's one project where I've got maybe 500 followers, 500 very active and engaged followers, right? Which means every week I have around 2,000 to 3,000 hits. For a small business, for that project, it's great. Yep. And that's what I try to tell people. Stop chasing this 2 million, 3 million. That's not going to translate to
0: engagement. It's a big difference. Absolutely. Exactly. So, yes, you want to be yourself because you need to be authentic, in a world of social media, you cannot fake it till you make it. That is no longer something you can do. You need to be real. You need to be authentic. So there is a balance there. Um, the The balance is with providing value to the audience, building relationships with the audience. When the audience feels like, hey, by following this person, I am getting value, whether that is entertainment whether that is laughter whether that is some of some really great music that i relate to whether that is i'm learning something about something i care about or i'm interested in doesn't really matter they're getting something out of following you and when that happens more and more of them are going to be more willing to support you so you need to be providing value to them at the same time in an authentic manner meaning that it's true to you. It's actually what you care about. And and finding that balance can be difficult initially, but I don't think it's actually that complicated as you start to do it.
1: Uh, exactly. And the other thing I would add there is I've noticed often the new generation of influencers or people getting into it, even soul business, mm. they're looking for success overnight. Or within yes. a week, I want magic to happen. And I have to convince some of my clients give it six months for phase one. And then mm-hmm. phase two is another 12 months. It's like running any other business. You, it just doesn't happen overnight. You have to yep. build your credibility online, which is something that uh, many people don't have the patience for it or they give up. Uh, there there yes. is a good uh, ramp for six months, posting, sharing stuff. And out of six months, I'm Man, this doesn't work. I don't want to do it anymore.
0: Yep. And people give up. I think that's it's a mistake uh, people tend to make. It is. I think we, we judge results and too short a time frame sometimes. That's really the key. Yeah. We judge results in too short a time frame. In 2022,
1: do you, have you come across any emerging platform or a channel that you
0: think is to watch out for? I actually I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say this. <laughs> pretty sure. I just had a conversation just uh, today's Friday, I had it yesterday. Um, with a co-founder of a e-learning platform that I'm actually personally very excited about. It's an audio learning platform. So it's courses, but audio form. I'm personally very excited about this because courses are fantastic. When you learn from experts, right? We were taught, we, we talked about this about how we were able to now learn from experts who are literally tip top in their field. And you know what do That going to be all about? Sorry, go is, ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. Sorry. But this is an audio learning platform, which <laughs> I think is super interesting because now I'm able to take those courses, audio form while I'm in the car, while I'm doing something around the house, while I'm just sitting here at my desk doing some menial task. So I actually am I'm personally very excited about this platform. It's called OmniCourse. And... Uh, I've, I'm going to be one of the first creators on there, which I'm very excited about. That's, that's um, awesome. Congratulations. Thank uh, it, you. It's
1: great. And, and you know what gets me excited about that? It's audio. No fancy slides, no graphics. It's nope. all about content and the Absolutely. art of
0: storytelling. Nothing exactly. else matters. That's, that's exactly brilliant. what I think. I, I'm very excited about the platform. Very excited.
1: Great, great. Hey, Eric, just wanted to say this was a great discussion. I think we touched a lot of topics. I've forgotten where we started. I have to go back and listen to uh, this episode again. And for our
0: audience, um, where can they find you? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I do follow my own advice in terms of getting on multiple platforms. So Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever people want to find me at Eric Chow Real. That's E-R-I-C C-H-O-W real uh, you can also of course find my podcast the Eric Chow Empowers Podcast anywhere you like I think those are the best places to find me and uh, don't be afraid to be a stranger if you want to say hello go for it thank you Rick. enough for our audience if you missed
1: that we will have the details in the show notes so you'll find all the links to his uh, channel and you can reach out to him Eric just wanted to say thank you for making time this was an absolute pleasure and for our audience we are now at the end of the episode thank you for joining us join us on our next episode thank you from Shwini. thanks guys talk soon